Welcome back to another episode of Throwing Stones with me, Nicole. And me, Hannah. This is going to be, what, our seventh episode? Yep, episode right. seven. Yes. So, again, like we start every week, if you could show us some love, um, like, comment, leave a review, rate us so other people can find us, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, and so, I'm going to kick it to Hannah. All right. So, <laughs> this is coming out on March 8th, so for all of the ladies and females listening, or people that identify as women, yes, it is going to be International Women's Day, March 8th. It's a very exciting day. It's a day, it's kind of like Valentine's Day to Leslie Nope to me. It is a day to celebrate <laughs> all your lady friends yeah. and how wonderful they are. So I just want to shout out to all of the women in my life, Aww. none of None of my life would be the same without you. Oh, that's sweet. And I appreciate all of you, and I love all of you. Aww. So, so sweet. Shout out to all of yes. you guys. Oh. Enjoy it. Treat yourself today. <laughs> yeah, last year um, for International Women's Day, we had, um, it was on a Tuesday. So it was on Mad Miles. Oh, I very vividly remember my International Women's Day. Oh, okay. Well, last year, <laughs> I know why. Last year, it was on a Tuesday, and it was Mad Mouth. It rained. I didn't go. But I saw all the highlights because yep. they were singing in the rain, and someone brought roses for, and gave them to all the ladies. Oh, that's so nice. Like, the one time. I probably could have got someone to shoot a shot on me. I wasn't there. And there you go. <laughs> and such is but life. I was like, no, it's raining. I ain't here for it, so I'm already accident prone. Yeah. So who knows? Probably what a good call. Probably a good call if I went. So all right. So uh, we wanted to jump right in on the Alex Murdoch trial. Yeah, Alex. That was... That's what kills me is he spells it Alex because his name's Alexander. I, yeah, but, but he, goes, he goes Alex. Alex, Alex Murdoch. That annoys me. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So your so, thoughts? Okay. So I'm gonna start by saying I have hated that I've had to work this week because it's taken me away from watching the trial. Have you been watching the whole thing? Yeah. So have you been abreast of it like the whole time or now that it's like a trial you're like all about it or have you been since? I knew about it from like the jump of when it you know everything started happening but yeah I've been like watching the trial and I didn't realize how much I missed like watching a live trial Uh because I watched all of Johnny Depp's too. Okay, that doesn't surprise me. Right, I live, I love it. It's so fascinating. But yeah, I um, I watched the Netflix documentary. Okay, as well. Um, I would highly recommend it. I thought it was very well done. So Nicole thinks otherwise. I just thought I don't think it wasn't well done. I thought it was. I guess because I know so much about it already. I feel like and like all the details. Like I was saying. Yeah. I just was like, this is just another one. I thought it was interesting to hear, like, the girlfriend's perspective. Yeah, that was one take that I hadn't, I don't think I'd really heard yet. But, like, the the boyfriend of the girl who passed away. In the boat, yeah. Yeah, so I'd, like, heard his story. And I I watched, I don't know if I watched or listened to something. But it was more in-depth, too, talking about, like, Gloria. I think that was her name. The the, the maid who, like, mysteriously passed away. And there's, like, it's just so crazy how... One, how much white privilege gets you away with things. Because this man just, like, manipulating and stealing and embezzling money from people left and right. And, like, just. They ran the town. Right, exactly. And how crazy, like, nepotism and all that is. Because the Mm. fact that they've run it for over 
a century. Yeah, yeah, it goes way back. Is wild to me. And then let me first say. In that their, is the ugliest family. I was going to say, in their ugly. <laughs> like, you're not even like, wow, I wish I could be them. Because they are ugly. And I, I feel like it's that, getting inbred. Truly. So, True. which on makes the, sense. On the Murdoch side, anyway. I'll yeah. give mama a little bit of credit. Right. But None. Buster, old boy who died, what was his Paul. name? Paul. and a daddy? Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm not here for any of them. Yeah. And I was like, girl. You tell me, you're telling me you got abused by this ugly man. Like, you should have known your worth and got the, he- like, you shouldn't even right. da- dated him. No. Clearly the money is why, and the Super Bowl games and all that is the main reason I you think, were staying with him. I think at first, based on the Netflix documentary, yeah. I'm going to give this girl a bit of a doubt. I think at first when they met, that was the only person that was talking to her because it's a very small town. I so guess. for her to transfer in, yeah, and she's from, I mean, her parents we're from long island like Mm -hmm. you're coming to the south people in a small town like that are not going to speak to you coming from a person that lives in a small town i wouldn't have spoken to her so it was probably this little ginger came up and thought she was hot and decided that he was going to befriend her and she was like wow this guy's so nice to me and that's what started their yeah friendship and their relationship and then then the money became part of it and then, I mean, if she loved him, you're blinded by love. And, that's you know. true, too. But, man, that's all I could think. Well, that's an ugly but family. But he seemed like the life of the party. So, like, I got the appeal he of He seemed like she, an asshole. Well, yeah. But, like, <laughs> but there were points before that in his yeah. life when they were together that well, he yeah. wasn't like that. So, I got why she was with him. Okay. But, but yeah, the abuse of it, I felt really bad for her. And I... He, Hearing her story, I just felt yeah. so bad. And, like, she was very strong for going public like that and speaking her truth. Right. And um, I just wish yeah. they would have not gotten that boat that night. But, again, had they, and I hate to say that, but, like, had things not unfolded the way they did. Right, we wouldn't knows, be sitting here. Right, like, what would, like, he could still be ripping off and killing yeah. random people. And see, that And getting their money. I think that's what I've find interesting is like how many people they've like connected to this family yeah and like what happened to that poor boy like steven, steven. i think his name was steven steven gloria like, i think him and buster were i do undercover t- lovers uh, yeah and that's what the rumor yeah. is and you know whatever but i still want to know the details of what happened and how it happened yeah well we're never gonna find out i know unless but buster decides like, to say something he's gonna get his ass locked up right um so, very interesting. I honestly couldn't believe that Alec took the stand. Oh, he did? I, yeah. yeah. I haven't, I have lis- li- been under a, a rock for, because I was like, I'll just listen to the podcast yeah. when it come out. No, it was, yeah, and he, so, I mean, you're under oath. You have to tell the truth and nothing about the truth. Yeah, you're supposed to. That's the- and he openly admitted that he lied to the cops about where he was the night of the murders of his well, wife. But, and- the, but we knew that because of the snap or whatever, the audio that came out. Right, the audio yeah. of the phone. But like, but to like openly admit that on the stand, mm-hmm. I feel like is. I think he knows his goose is cooked. So he has to find I mean, a way to like. The, the recordings of him from prison from the Netflix thing, I think he sounds delusional. Really? Like, I think at the the very end, he was like, hey, has Netflix made a documentary? Like, Alec. But people do do that, too, so they can get, like, deemed ineligible for court, which 
clearly that didn't work because he's on trial now. Right. Well, they but, re- waited to release it. Yeah, yeah, but because he kn- he knows they're being recorded. He's yeah, a lawyer, I mean, yeah. so he no, kn- I, I know that. He's, but he's like playing into like I think I told you back with the Golden State Killer. Yeah, you know every time they wheeled him into the courtroom, he was looking old and docile and yeah, like, yeah. like he was dribbling on himself and all that. Yeah, and they put I don't know why this is a little sketch to me, but there was a camera in his cell. Like a like a security camera. Aren't there's always? No, I don't think there's all because I mean you're it's prison, but you're still security prisons. Well, maybe so I guess. But based on my knowledge, but he clearly didn't know the camera was in there because he is doing pull ups. Yeah, yeah. in his jail cell doing all this stuff. But when they wheel your little ass out in the court, yeah, he knew what he was doing. So he was a sociopath. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I think that, but that's what I'm saying. Like I think he knows. That all this is happening, he knows what he's doing, and he's spinning it because he's delusional and he's crazy. See, I think he's not real. He's he's not. I think it's all an act. You don't what think I'm getting he, at. You don't think he's a sociopath? I think there's he a, can murder his wife and his son. People do it all the time, and they're not deemed sociopath. But I think I just think he's. I don't know. He was in too deep. I listened to another podcast called like Blood Money. Okay, and it's about it's basically like. Like he, she calls them red collar crimes, so it's basically white collar crimes to where they get pushed to the extent that they have to kill somebody. Okay. So it's people who are scamming people, embezzling, doing all of this, and then it's gotten too far. So then their resort, their last resort, is to kill someone. So the premise there, she did an episode on this. Yeah. So it's like he got in too deep because he's embezzling. All of this stuff is getting discovered. Right. Apparently had this drug problem. Yeah, his opioid addiction. Yeah, so they're saying that they found out about it, the wife and son, and then I'm sure they're insured. So he comes up, like, it's all to get out of all of his lies and things. So in his head, all of this makes sense. Right. Well, that's why they he killed Gloria was because he, a was, week prior yeah. he had changed the insurance on the house, which is right. why they killed him at the house. Yeah, so it's just like... I get that. It's just great. So I don't think... I think for him, he thought he, I don't, and I don't get how people ever think they're going to get away with stuff like that, but I, I mean, think he did for a while. That's also true. And he, again, ran the town. I'm surprised. Is it in his town, the trial? I'm surprised they had it there. No, I they don't. Moved they moved They had to because. Everyone no, knows him. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't going to be a fair trial. Okay. Um, but yeah, very fascinating. I missed today's record or like trial because I had to work. Did and you I, record it? No. Watch it later? Oh. I just watch clips of it on TikTok anyway, so I'll catch up later tonight when I'm in bed. But, um, yeah, very interesting. I hope he rots to death in prison. Yes, me and you both. So, gets what he deserves. Haley, Kylie, and Selena. I brushed up a little bit on this today. Okay, whose side are you on? Selena's always. Obviously. And I saw a bunch of, Haley Bieber is trash. Justin Bieber is not happy. I will die on this. I saw, I saw something that said <laughs> Justin must be mumbling Selena's name in his sleep <laughs> and terrorizing her. Yeah. Because what's crazy to me is like she'll always release a statement when stuff like this happens. I'd be like, oh, um, I never, I never comment on these kinds of things. Yeah. But every time every you time do, you do, it's associated to the same issue. And then someone was talking about like all of the, like they went back and they were like when she dated the weekend and it first came out. Because her and Bella Hadid are friends. She said something yeah. back then. And then it was like when um, 
her song, Bad Liar, was like the number one song uh, one year. A bop. And Bodak Yellow was the number two song. Haley tweeted, oh, Bodak Yellow was the number one song of the year. No. She's just. Your your enemy's friend was, or song she's was. She's just a ditz. Like, I don't know. I, and like her and Kylie are like saying like, oh, it was just so weird wild there's no way in hell that was a coincidence no. you randomly posting your eyebrows on the and it wasn't an it was an accident it was an accident it was just funny it was something funny that happened no it wasn't just, I would, you're I would being res- a bitch and you got called out for I it i would respect you more if you just owned it a hundred percent just be like yeah we were we were being like, girls my thing is how are you gonna like say it's just a coincidence when all these people know how you feel like even if it is a coincidence posting it like you know what's gonna come after you my thing is who is randomly posting their eyebrows and and zooming in on their eyebrows on facetime with each other right after this girl went live later on hers right like it's not it's not cute it's not funny no so selena gomez has the most instagram followers i saw that which is exciting for her and kylie deserves the world yeah which i hate that because you know they're probably bots anyway. Yeah, probably. I some of them. I yeah. think some people really did unfollow her, but um, you know, as a fan of Kylie lipstick, <laughs> I'm disappointed. Girl, oh my gosh! I remember when you were like racking those things in. I also had that sale. <laughs> sure did. It's called. Uh, I mean, I had. It was highway robbery because I walked out of there with six Kylie lip kits. And paid. I feel like you got there right when they thirty dollars. I did. I was waiting I mean, in my I car. Remember, I remember because they were gonna sell out. <laughs> uh, Twenty one days of beauty. Yeah, and they were buy one get one. Or were they half off. off? Was it buy one get one, or were they just fifty percent? I thought they were just fifty percent. I don't. Buy, I feel like it was, you wouldn't have bought them if it was buy one get it one. It was buy one. Yeah. Well, I think they were half off. All of them. No, because I remember having to get an even number. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was buy one, get one half okay. off because I calculated it because I had enough points that oh, most of them would be, be free covered. anyway. Oh, okay. Regardless, I bought six at one time and I still use them. So I have no shame in my purchase. Hey, I ain't judging. Do what you gotta do, girl. Oh, did we want to talk about Perfect Match? Yeah, we can. About the, what was, what episodes are it? Five through nah, eight? Yeah. Five, five through, through eight. eight. Yeah. Oh, I think I took a notes i didn't take any because i have a memory and that's enough for me right i can't wait to forget it yeah i'm over it yeah and i I, again a reminder you chose us to do this i thought it would be i thought it would be a good watch i saw the cast and knew terribly and knew better so in these episodes we get a lot of great women again Great women, except for Francesca and Carousel. They can kick rocks. Ooh. I cannot stand them. So in these episodes, we get Diamond. Deserves mm-hmm. better. Um, again, I'm going to let you finish. Uh, and I, yeah, Abby deserved better. Yeah. That was, Lord. But also, why is she there? Something about her was annoying me. Oh, she was there because she was on another t- well, Netflix yeah, I know, show. But I was just like, girl, I think she just like she said, she's like she just turns off really quick. And I got the whole Francesca thing. That was weird. Yeah. Like I got her be like, don't if we're trying to. And then Francesca being so dismissive about it, like what she did wasn't wrong. Right. Like you're making Francesca. out with this person in front of my face. 
and we're clearly and like for no reason because you're not into her romance oh we just do that sometimes right no ma'am but that's what i'm saying francesca's just a bitch and she so she deserved better like yeah yeah, yeah. so now she's stuck with bartice but I think she wants to be stuck with Bartiz. Yeah, well, gross. No and one wants so she that. she was like, um, but when they did, she said that he was her true man. When they answered differently on the question, and then she was kind of over, I was like, girl, just take a second. He's te- You're telling him how you interpreted the question. He's telling you how you, oh, I might be talking about the wrong episode. You are. Okay. <laughs> I am. But yeah. <laughs> so where did they match? When they did they did match? Epi- that was in episode nine. That was nine, right? Yeah. And then... Where did I leave stopped eight? at nine. She got there at so eight. It leaves with Mitch and Chloe. Right, at the that board. mother effer. I was like, why did you come back and right. be all about her just to be like, I want to be single? And if I heard him say Ferk one more well, time, apparently that's his like his tang- yeah, tagline or thing yeah. or whatever. I remember it from the circle, and I remember hating him then. <laughs> so, but no, I was like, why? Like, and why come and ruin her thing and make it sound like you're really for, good for it? TV. I, I'm not here for it. I'm not. Like, the, this I'm whole show not. is not about finding I'm, love. But my thing is, but when we have a relationship outside of this, we were, we dated for eight months. Yeah. Don't come on here and ruin what I got going or, or think you're in your feelings when you're really not because you're just trying to get back in the house just to then. I would hope that our relationship that we had was real enough and special enough for you not to come do some fuckery in my face like that on TV. I mean, they broke up. Like, I I get what you're saying, but I also don't think that they had, like, continued a friendship after they well, no, ended they, things. Right, because he said that they hadn't talked. And right. For, but my thing is, again, you made it, you, we went on this little date, and right. in that moment, you were like, oh, yeah, I want to see where things go, da 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 we win a compatibility challenge, and we go on our date. I'm not going to lead you on. I don't, I'm don't. i not really looking for anything right now. I can't commit to you. Yeah. Then what was the bullshit you told me two days ago? That's my issue. I mean, they're all doing that, though. <sighs> There's not a single person on there except for Dom and Georgia that are not scheming to stay on there. I don't believe any of the matches are legitimate. Well, yeah, because even... Because I've, again, I've watched some of the ones that came, because I thought they came out on Wednesdays, but apparently these ones came out yesterday. Tuesday, yeah. But just, I'm over it. I'm just, I want to be done and move on with my life. But So next just, time Netflix puts out a show with Bartiste, maybe let's not watch it. I'm, listen, Netflix is about, is about to be on my F list for all their dating shows because, again, I need them to leave black women alone. Like, I think that's the overarching, like, thing that's pissing me off with the show is because... If you're going to cast black women on your show, cast men that date black women. Cast men that find black women attractive. Find men that want to entertain and carry on a conversation with a black woman. Like, for all of them to come and be immediately walked out the door because none of these men, and then Dom gaslighting them, you're a strong black woman, know your worth, but you turn around and you wait Georgia and Francesca and everybody else. It grinds my gears. And it burns me up on the inside because it's so annoying and frustrating to watch and see all of these black women who have great qualities and are fabulous women to constantly come in just to not even be given a chance. Not that they're good, like you said in our text, not that they're even worthy of the chance. Right. I think, but, and I think that's my beef with them is like, you're, you're casting these wonderful women 
that had their lives together, like strong black women that know what they're worth. That's the thing. And then you're casting men that aren't men. They're boys. Right. And I don't think, like, and I think Colony said it best when she was like, this is a wait. Like, she was like, ain't one of these men. But that's the thing, too. Like, and I, I, I get your stance. And I think with me, it resonates more because I see it all the time in, like, my dating life and in my friend's dating life and, like, the things that we go through. Right. And, like, when I look at my friends and I see my white friends in happy relationships, married, doing that, like, and then all of my black female friends, I can't tell you a married one. I can't give you, I can't name a married one that's in my age group that's married and settled down and done these things. So, for me, it's mirroring and it's, it's magnifying an issue that I already see in my, in my real life. Yeah. So for Netflix and all shows, for Love Island, for The Bachelor, for all these shows to constantly, constantly be casting these black women just to fill a diversity checkbox. Yeah. Oh, we, we've, we've met our quota. But to not then give them a fighting chance and to have someone who sees them for who they are and wants to date them but will quickly say, oh, well, my pre- I, it's not that I'm racist. It's, not, it's my preference. Yeah. You're hiding behind your preference. Yeah. You haven't taken time to talk to this person or to see what they want. Or y'all might really relate, but because she's dark, she's black, you're not even going to talk to her. Right. She could be your soulmate. She could be the person who checks every box for you, but you've eliminated her solely off the color of her skin. But you're going to say, oh, it's just my preference. Yeah. So it's just frustrating to constantly watch these shows and, like, for Diamond to be touching and feeling on Will. And, again, I know I'm talking about the wrong episodes because – Frankly, we ain't talking about this shit next week because I'm already riled up. So, like, to to see her touching on him and doing all this and upset that she got selected for a date when Will's in his confessional talking about, oh, I don't have any genuine con- Will, connection with her. Will didn't have a genuine connection with, with anybody. Right. He was trying to win the money. Yeah, yeah. How? Because you're looking for a perfect match. No one's going to buy it. Go. Yeah. So, my, that's my whole thing. It's just frustrating and annoying to constantly see it. And constantly be reminded of, like, the struggles and the things that, like, they're going on there to, like, have a good time and to hopefully find. Because I don't think, again, they're really going there to find their perfect match. But you're no. going there with maybe the idea, hey, I'll meet somebody cool that I could maybe right. see where things go after this is done. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, I didn't even get the opportunity to talk to somebody. Like, I, they didn't even get the chance to realize that I'm out of their league because they didn't talk to me. Yeah. Because they didn't take the time. And that's frustrating. Yeah. To sit and watch. So, yeah, that's my diatribe. I say it. I said it last week, but I got into it now, but it just pisses me off. So, Netflix, if you ever hear this, get it together. CBS, ABC, all of y'all. Can't stand it. It's annoying. Let's stop doing it. Please and thank you. If you're going to cast black women, cast people that want to date black women. Don't have us as a prop. We're over it. So, how would you go about finding those men ask them if they date black women like truly ask them what their dating history looks like find a way to figure out if they're telling me this because they want to be on tv right and that's what i would think or if it's something that you actually do like do your due diligence figure out how you can find they don't be doing that well they need to do something because again like it's old and it's tired right no and i get that (laughs) i get that like i i think it would be great TV to have, you know, a show that 
I think, has people that have legitimate conversations. And I think that's what Love is Blind, I mean, the first season definitely. Yeah, because there was no, with the Love, the first season of Love is Blind, they didn't know what they were getting into. It wasn't on TV yet. And that's why, like, the first season of most shows are normally so genuine. Because these people are coming into it not knowing what they're going to get out of it. So, yeah, it's just frustrating and annoying. Yeah. I I see that. Like, and I, but I'm also not surprised. Yeah. So Which like I get, yeah, I'm not. So like either, I'm not but... frustrated by it. Obviously, well, it's yeah. not as it's obviously not relevant to me. I have uh-huh. empathy for it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised just because I knew all of the cast members, right? And I, all I knew anyway. better, right, right? Right. Like, but for you know the Bachelor franchise and things like that, I no, I agree. Like, yeah, there's definitely an issue, and I'm always rooting for those women because they are. They really do find great women. Yeah. And I just wonder if the great men that are out there just are like, I'm not going to be on TV. Because these men that all of the shows are picking Mm -hmm. are trash. I need them to find some Camerons from Love is Blind season one. Camerons, wherever y'all are, y'all need to find. I think he is. One in a million. Yeah. like I got very lucky. She did. And yeah. I think they know that. But, oh, well, for sure. But, yeah, I just don't – I mean, if you think about any of those men on any of the shows that we've yeah. covered. So you have Bachelor, you have The Bachelorette. You know, that has millions of men on it. And yeah. then you have Bachelor in Paradise, which is all the same. People, Love is Blind, yeah. The Circle. I mean, The Circle's not dating, but Too Hot to Handle. Like, all of these men are boys. They're yeah. all children. <laughs> They're, like, 25 years old, and they're like, ah, oh, ready for I'm ready for love. I'm yeah. this is this is it. Like I'm ready to settle down. And then they, it flashes to them and they're like, oh, I love going out and drinking with my frat brothers and <laughs> you know, like it's just it's very immature, but then they cast thirty two year old women mm-hmm. that have careers. They have their lives in order. They own right. houses. They own multiple properties. And then they wonder why it's it doesn't not work. end in a successful yeah. marriage. So like I just think they're all set up to fail. I see that. And yeah. it's just to watch, I mean, just to have trashy TV. That's all the show was. See, that's the thing, too, because, like, some people just love trashy TV, and I've realized that I'm just a boring TV watcher. Like, I'm okay for there not to be that. Like, people are calling this season of The Bachelor boring. I love it. I'm loving it. Yeah. I don't need the drama. I don't need the 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 back and forth. Yeah. I don't. I'm not here for it. So I saw. Just that, let me try to find people find love. I saw that. Oh, one of the ladies tested uh-huh. positive for COVID. Yeah. So I was gonna tell you that. Yeah. So the girl wasn't in. I don't know if they. I because I fast forward. So I don't right. know if they covered it and I just missed it. But I was like, "Where's old girl at?" And then one girl was crying that she ain't got a one on one yet, and she's like, "I'm oh, the yeah. last one." And they're like, "But you're not. Greer hasn't gotten one yet." She's like, "But she has COVID," and I was like, "Oh." Yeah. That's where she's at. So she's in isolation. Yeah. And she's coming back next week. But I saw Reality Steve. Do you know who that is? I've heard the name. He's like a, he knows everything about uh-huh. all reality stars. But he like posts like spoilers and stuff. Okay. And he had tweeted. He said, told you guys one of the women got COVID. <laughs> so oh, okay. That's, yeah. how, that's how I knew. But. Yeah. So she was, she was in, I guess, quarantine. So I was like, okay, well, one of the ones he was swapping spit with got it. So. Makes sense. Makes a little more sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. But, yeah. I think she's going to go home, though, in the next week or two, though. Mm. If not next week. 
But the girl, I sent you that meme of the little girl with the eyeshadow on, and like she was like real shimmery. Yeah. So that's the girl who was crying about her one-on-one, Jess. Oh. And in every rose ceremony, <laughs> she's rubbing herself in glitter. She is sparkling. She's just she looks show- like a Cullen. Oh, my gosh. She's just so shiny. But this past episode, she wasn't shining. Mm. But, again, she was crying about this one-on-one. Right. And then she was talking. And I get what she was saying because she's like, I want to spend time with you. And I want to spend one-on-one time with you, right? Sure. Which I get as in a competition. You want that validation. You want that time. Right. But it was she was beating a dead horse about it. And she kept, first off, she kept saying it to all the girls. And then she finally got time with him. And I was like, you're getting time with him one-on-one. It's not a one-on-one, but you're having one-on-one time. Why are we wasting it talking about not getting the one-on-one? Some producer told that her. Told her that was a good idea. And so she kept, like, he was like, yeah. Because he felt confident about them, apparently. And so she, oh. and I and I was like, well, that speaks to why she hasn't had one, too, I guess. Yeah. If I'm feeling good about you. You don't need one. Maybe you don't need one yet. Like, I, we're vibing when we're together. Yeah. So, but she kept harping on it and harping on it. He was like, you keep bringing this up. And I was feeling good about us until now you're bringing this up. And so they, she's at her home. Makes sense. But, and then people were, I saw some comments and they were like, Zach didn't handle that well and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, he didn't handle it in the best way because I understand where she's coming from. But on his end too, it's like, you have time with me now. Right. You're, the, it's not over. There are weeks left. You could have got selected next week. Like, just yeah. take a chill pill and you're just hammering it. I was like, she shot herself in the foot. I was like, don't go in there with this mindset that you have. And she literally just... Spoke it on herself. And then yeah. she was crying in the car. I don't know what happened. I don't know how I got here. I'm so confused. And I was like, baby, you did it to yourself. Yeah. But, that's rough. Yeah. So, anyway. So, yeah. That's how I felt about that. Okay. Um, do you want to do the am I, am I the Asshole? Sure. All right. Am I the Asshole? All right. Let's, let's hear it. Am I the Asshole for not letting our daughter move back home? My husband and I have three kids. 25-year-old female, 16-year-old male, 13-year-old female. Our oldest moved out three years ago with her boyfriend and got an apartment. They were together four years before that, so I wasn't like she, it wasn't like she ran off with some guy she just met. We supported her decision. She was old enough and working full-time. The issue is rent in our home. Wait, lie. The rent in our area has more than doubled on average since. Their landlord raised the rent 40% in the span of three months, and they couldn't afford to stay there anymore. The issue is they weren't exactly swimming in cash before that. They don't really have enough for first and last security with the market. Not that there's much, not that there's much, but anyway, and I don't know what she wrote here. Uh, Not that there's much in their price range, I think is what she was trying to say. Um, Their plan was to move in with their boyfriend's parents for a few months while they figured stuff out and saved up, but they won't let her come with. So they proposed an idea. She came back to live with us, and he goes to his parents, and they save up for six months tops. The issue with me and my husband don't feel that's appropriate. She's an adult now, and she needs to learn to take care of herself, not relying on handouts from her parents. She offered to pay rent, 
but we would only do that if she agreed to pay market average plus her share of the utilities, which would mean she really couldn't save up like she wants to. Because we aren't doing that, she's been forced to share a two-bedroom apartment with six other people, some of whom she finds sketchy. I feel for her, but I still think it's her responsibility. At this point, she doesn't call much anymore, and I'm worried this may have impacted our relationship. Um, yeah, it's... You're an asshole, in my opinion. I feel like there were so many, like, I get wanting to challenge your child and say, you know, you got to learn. Yeah. Um, but asking her coming to you and being like, hey, I need help. And I'm willing to pay rent. And I'm willing to pay rent. And then you saying, okay, you can pay the market average. And utilities. And utilities. Like. No, just have her split the mortgage that you're paying. Or do so, like, if she's willing to pay you rent, right, what is she willing to pay you? It's not like she's, li- you have other people there. It's not like she's. Right. She's taking like, our is room. Her, is her bedroom still there? <laughs> like, I don't, as someone who moved back in with my parents. Right. So, I lived in Raleigh. I moved back home to Charlotte for work. And so, for like a year and a half, I moved in with my parents. Yeah. I paid them rent. It wasn't astronomical. I paid them like $400 a month. Very, like, not high at all. But it's something something. to cover me using your water. Like, you know, like, I'm contributing. I'm, like, I'm helping you out. Right. So to to be like, oh, yeah, you can move in, but pay market price, how is she supposed to save? Like, she's still your kid. So, I mean, and I get being there for your kid and helping your kid out in in their time of need. And I get also, like, making them be an adult. Right. But I feel like you're being a bit much. I think you're asking. And also, where are you living? That too. But I don't even think that. Six people in a two bedroom, you have to be in New York City, right? Yeah, or like San Francisco. They do a lot of like the sharing of spaces there. Or Washington, D.C. But no, I think. I think it's kind of an asshole move to ask your daughter to pay market price when she's coming to you asking for a solution for a problem. Again, it's not like she's irresponsible. And I think the part that got me was the end when she said she doesn't talk to me as much. Yeah, she's not calling as much. What did you think was going to (laughs) happen? Right. I just. Your daughter realized where your priorities were. Right. And that was with your 16-year-old and your 13-year-old. Which is fine, but she's also your other child. Right. Yeah. So, like, and she's asking for help. Right. She's not asking for a, and she said a handout. I don't think her staying with you and offering to pay is a handout. Yeah, no, it's not. So, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I I would let my kid come back and be like, hey, just pay me a few hundred dollars a month to ease us up for a little while. So you can save because that's the whole point. She wanted to stay there so you can go back out on your own. Like, it's not like, again, she wasn't being irresponsible. They had a place. She knew this guy. Literally, the housing market and rent screwed her over. It wasn't like she was out here. It sounds like the landlord was doing some illegal stuff. Yeah. 40% in three three months. months? That doesn't, how does that even work? Are you going month to month? Or the daughter lied. Also a possibility, but. In. Those are things we don't know. And so, right. 
But yeah, I would say, yeah, it's affecting your relationship because it was kind of an asshole move to right. not let your daughter move in. So Market value. Just know that the market value of a nursing home is going to be. Right. It's going to be doable. Yeah. She's going to make when sure. When your 13-year-old <laughs> favorite child can't provide. Yeah. Your 25-year-old's going to remember this area yeah. for life. You got to remember these things when you're making decisions like that. Like, one day someone's going to need to wipe your butt. Yep. So you might want to be good to your children. You might want to. <laughs> that, <laughs> shit, that feels too late for her, though. Uh, it sounds that way. But, like. Well, maybe. I also, know. it got to a point that you're asking if you're an asshole. You are. So you, I, yeah, a lot of times. Well, not necessarily. But I feel like you have an inkling that you are. If you're asking again, you have. Yeah. What does your husband say? Who knows? All right, Karen. No. <laughs> it is giving Karen tendencies, though. All right. Yeah. Highs and lows? Lows and highs? Lows and highs. I wrote my... I have a few lows. Okay, let's No, let's like hear before him. you got here, because, you know, I'm, I'm, like, meal prepping. Right. I went to open some rice. Yeah. From my meal kit. Did it fall everywhere? A third of the bag splattered all over the floor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh. What you know that doesn't what? happen with microwaved rice? Yeah. I thought about that as I was cleaning it up and I was like, I'd still rather clean up this rice. <laughs> I don't I don't really care. <laughs> microwave rice is good. Uh, <laughs> Girl, you better get used to half half ass cooking because you're going to be one hand in it for right. six weeks. So, no, hey, don't let's not add no more time. It's supposed to be four. Oh, I, I thought <laughs> you had said six before to me. That's why I said that. Don't add no more time. No, that's funny. Okay, for the next month, maybe you'll be eating microwave rice and you're like, dang, this is actually good. Oh, goodness. All right, so what are your lows other than spilling rice? Um. Oh, my back was really hurting this week. Yeah. Monday, oh my goodness. I like couldn't concentrate. It hurt so bad. And I had a bunch of work to do. Yeah. And so also I've been staying up so late the last few nights, like getting all my work done. Like I went to bed. I don't even think I told you. I went to bed at 4.30 in the morning. That's not going to bed. <laughs> Monday night and I woke up at 8 and went to Raleigh. That's a nap. Yeah. And also very dangerous. Did you know staying up for 18 hours is the equivalent of having four drinks? Oh, well, I felt rejuvenated when I woke up after I'm my sure four-hour nap. Because four hours is not far off from my normal amount of sleep. Which is another issue you should probably yeah. tackle, but. Yeah, you know, baby steps. We're working on it. <laughs> what you got is lows. <laughs> um, my low is going to sound very vague and very um, okay. undescriptive. Because That's I'm fine. not going to go into details, but. Okay. Um, after last week's discussion of friendships and things, oh, okay. I had some opportunities to have some discussions oh, okay. with people. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's where I'm leaving it. That's fine. And I'll give you my high. I have amazing friends. <laughs> that is my high. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I have the best friends. You're taking me to my surgery tomorrow. Yes. And when this comes out, I'll be like a week post-op or oh, six days. Yes. Um, People have been asking if I need anything. People have been praying for me, checking on me. So I just have good friends. So one friend sent me an article of things that you need after rotator cuff surgery. She's like, this is what Did it says. Did you get the button-up shirt? No. Because oh. someone else the was one just like, just sleeve. get. 
Yeah, I saw it. But someone else was like, just get big shirts. Okay. So I was like, we'll go with the big shirts that I have. And then if I need yeah. more, I'll just ask somebody to get me like a pack of like extra large men's tees or something. Yeah. But she's just like, she that. sent me a whole list. Got my ice packs ready to go. Good. Got all my meds from the pharmacy. But yeah, so people have just been great. My friend Abby sent me like money on Uber Eats for dinner one night. Aww. So yeah, just just people being very very nice and supportive and yeah. just keeping me in their thoughts and prayers. Yeah. So yeah, that's my high. Nice. Um, my high is that I got to see my college roommate on oh, Saturday yeah. and spent the day with her and hung out with her husband for a little while. So it was a good time. Oh, nice. Did you so. do anything fun? Did you, did you see the chicks? Saw her chickens. <laughs> they're at a weird age where they're no longer cute. Um, but they're also not full-grown chickens, yeah. so they're, like, weird-looking. Yeah. But, yeah. Got to see her house for the first time. Oh, nice. Very cute. Very Christian, so. Oh, I love that for her. Yeah. Or them. Yeah. Noah, too. Noah, <laughs> So, yeah. So, it was a good day. All right. Well, I think that does it for us this week. And we will talk to you next week. Signing out. Bye, guys.